verse 1 and ends at verse 10. He entered Jericho and was passing through. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. And he was seeking to see who Jesus was. But on account of the crowd, he could not because he was small in stature. So he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was about to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all grumbled. He has gone in to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, since he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Father, you've blessed us. We need you to continue blessing. It's your word. It's your church. We're your people. And in the name of Jesus Christ, our one and true mediator, we come pleading for your help, your strength, for salvation to come to this house. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Kids are tree monkeys. That's what you are. You're tree monkeys. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. You are tree monkeys. Laurie and I have a miniature magnolia in our backyard that we call the climbing tree because often some kid is up that tree. Recently, Wilbur was up in the climbing tree and he said, Grandpa, look how high I am. And what did I say? I said the same thing that Grandpa Peter would say. Wow, that's high. I see you, Wilbur. I don't mean Peter, I mean Terry. Wow, that's high. I see you, Wilbur. Be careful. Hold on tight. Grandpa Terry and I don't suddenly jump into the tree and say, oh yeah, Wilbur, well watch this. <laughs> that would be the last thing that we would do at our age. I'll bet every child in this room this morning has climbed a tree at some point and said the same thing as Wilbur. Mom, Dad, look at me. Look at how high I can climb. Trees are kid magnets. But unless it is deer season and you see some adult in a deer stand or you see an adult trimming a really big tree, you don't often see grown men up in trees saying, look at me. You just don't. 
especially not in a tree that is right on a busy main thoroughfare in a bustling city of Jericho. And yet that is exactly where Zacchaeus was possibly for the first time in his adult life. The question is, why was he up there? I'll bet our children can answer that one. Our tree monkeys. Zacchaeus was a wee little man. A wee little man was he. He climbed up in a sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. And they would be right. Zacchaeus was short in stature. We don't know what his last name was, was, but we wouldn't be surprised if it was Fleetwood, would we? (laughs) He climbed up in a sycamore tree because he wanted to see the Lord. Recently, Forrester Steve Pays, Laura and Jen's dad, gave us a training in our Missouri woods to identify certain trees, and one of them was the sycamore tree. Well, Missouri sycamore trees are very tall trees, but sycamore trees in Jericho are a totally different type of tree. They aren't nearly as tall, and they've got these big branches that just go way out, kind of flat. It was on one of these branches that Zacchaeus had apparently perched himself. Here was a man who was today's equivalent of a high-ranking IRS agent. And he was up in a sycamore tree, right smack dab, where everybody could see him as he waited for Jesus to pass by. Hey, who is that man up in that tree? Some of the children may have asked. Isn't that the man that everyone dislikes and complains about? You know, that mean, selfish man? Yeah, that's him, others answer. And believe it or not, we saw him running up the road really, really fast Ahead of the crowd, he was running ahead of the crowd, and then he scrambled up this sycamore tree. Doesn't make any sense to us, the children say, but it looks like he's trying to get a front row seat to see Jesus. Other kids start to chime in. I've heard my parents say that he makes life hard for everyone because he taxes them way too much, and that's the only reason that this guy is filthy rich. Why should such a wicked, no good man like that want to see Jesus? And the answer to that is really very quite simple. And the gospel writer gives us the answer. He wants to see Jesus because Jesus came 
to seek and to save the lost. And this lost soul was in the process of being found. The Spirit of God was effectually drawing Zacchaeus to Jesus. Where before Zacchaeus couldn't have cared less about Jesus, now he is up in a tree wondering if some of the things he's heard about Jesus could just by chance really be true. He's heard that Jesus loves to have dinner with tax collectors. He's also heard that one of Jesus' disciples was a former tax collector. And he's heard one absolutely astounding story that Jesus had just recently told. It's in the previous paragraph about a Pharisee and a tax collector praying in the temple. Could I have heard these stories correctly? Could I have heard them right? Did I hear especially this one right? That the tax collector beat his breast and begged God for mercy as a sinner. And Jesus said that he, not the proud Pharisee, went home saved. That day, salvation came that day, and he went home justified before God. Children, can you imagine Zacchaeus up in that tree thinking about these things that Jesus said and did? And can you imagine, just imagine with me, how Zacchaeus' heart must have been increasingly gripped as he's sitting in that tree with who he was and who Jesus, he hoped, would be. And don't you think it's possible that Zacchaeus' desire to see Jesus as he passed by was slowly turning into a prayer more something like this. Oh, pass me not, oh gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry. While on others thou art calling, do not pass me by. And the very next thing we see is Jesus at the base of that sycamore tree, looking up at Zacchaeus, people all around him, their eyes meet, and Jesus says, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down. I must, I must go to your house today. With those words and that encounter, it's a wonder he didn't fall down and break his neck. And while many in the crowd were grumbling, watch this, see this, feel it. Saying, look, 
Jesus has gone to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. Can you believe that? While at the same time, Zacchaeus is saying to Jesus in his own house, Behold, Lord, half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone, and this was an admission that he had stolen out of the pockets of many, many people, if I will, I will restore it fourfold. Now, being generous like that can't save a man, but it can sure show a sign that his repentance is real, can't it? And that his faith in the Lord Jesus Christ is real. That he recognizes that this is the Lord of glory and he's in his kitchen. In a picture, what was Zacchaeus doing? He was beating his breast. And he was saying to Jesus, be merciful to me, a sinner. Well, some people outside were pridefully grumbling, oh, that's not you, is it? That's, that's not you, is it? While some people are outside pridefully grumbling about Jesus spending time with a sinner, the miracle of God in regeneration is changing a sinner's heart and making him whole. Because that's what Jesus does. He seeks and he saves sinners. I think Zacchaeus would have loved the song that we read earlier that's taken from the book of Timothy. I know not how this saving faith to me he did impart, nor how believing in his word brought peace within my heart. I know not how the spirit moves convincing men of sin Revealing Jesus through the word, creating faith in him. But I know whom I have believed. And I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed to him against the day of his coming again and the end time judgment. Don't you think that Jesus was smiling when he said, Zacchaeus, today salvation has come to this house. It's not language that you and I often use, but it's New Testament language. Salvation has come to this house. Isn't that great? And he adds, now you're a true son of Abraham, Zacchaeus. What, what does he mean? Why is Zacchaeus a true son of Abraham now? He was born a Jew. But now 
He is a true son of Abraham because as Paul teaches at the end of Romans 2, circumcision is not merely outward and physical. A Jew is one inwardly. And true circumcision, Paul teaches, is a matter of the heart by the Spirit. And then Paul says his praise for this inward circumcision that really makes someone a Jew, a circumcision of the heart, his praise is not from man, but from God. As a Jew, Zacchaeus would have been born into a covenant family and he would have received the covenant sign of circumcision as a child. He wouldn't have known what it was at that time, what it was all about. But what was pictured in his life in this sign as an infant became a reality in his life. It became a reality for Jacob. It didn't become a reality for Isaac, uh, for uh, Esau. But but God, but God's promise to these mothers, these parents, and the sign encourages them is that through the family, that is God's modus operandi for advancing His kingdom that every Caleb we bring into the church. There's a promise for more than just Caleb. And we can believe the promises of God. Can you imagine if Zacchaeus' parents were faithful members? We have no idea. They could have been. They not, maybe they weren't. Would you climb a tree today with Zacchaeus to see Jesus? Mark's got a bum leg. We'd have to help him up. Would you climb a tree to see Jesus in order to embrace him by faith? In, in order to have your sins forgiven, in order to believe in him with all your heart, in order to love him and to serve him in such a way that your closed hands now become open. If you were at the really good class we have, and our classes are always good, uh, what was that word, Mike, in sir? Incurvitis. Zacchaeus had incurvitis. He was turned in to himself. And by resting and trusting in Christ and knowing who in the world he's, he's in good fellowship with now, his hand opens. And he's no longer the same man. Are you willing to climb that tree this morning? Are you gladly willing to look like a fool to the world for the sake of Jesus Christ? No matter what they say. Doesn't matter what they say. When you have eternal riches, and you know he, he deserves all the glory, he's what matters. Well, 
It was only a few weeks after this encounter with Zacchaeus, probably less than, a, than that, that Jesus was willing to look like a fool on another tree so that your sins and mine and Zacchaeus might be fully, fully paid for and so that we might be dressed in the righteousness of Christ through faith alone, resting in him. Just resting and finding our joy in him. Now that's true wealth. That's eternal wealth. And that's what Jesus obtained on that tree. For those of you who like church history, you'll be interested to know that while the Bible doesn't tell, it, tell us anything else about Zacchaeus, we know from Clement, the bishop of Alexandria, that Zacchaeus, by God's grace, persevered to the end, and he became a minister in Caesarea. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word and the life that we have in Jesus Christ because of the power and the wonder of the gospel. We thank you for your covenant. We thank you, Lord, for your covenant love and your covenant promises. And we look to you, Lord, not only in the hope of greater dependence for ourselves and greater sanctification, but salvation for all of our children so that their profession of faith one day might give glory to you and that they might just make us all praise God because our children are so convinced about the Lord Jesus Christ, believing in him, resting in him, loving him and serving him as a result that it just amazes us what you're doing. You are a God who keeps his promises. And now, Lord, we ask for your blessing and that you seal those promises to our hearts so that even when we go through those extremely difficult times and this life will always be very difficult, we know that you will not go back on your promises, not for us in Jesus Christ and not for our covenant children. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, let's take our hymnal and turn now to number...